The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. scary so we we must have been going i don't know 55 60 miles an hour oh tops at least oh dude we were going so fast um, i mean we are responsible individuals so we, naturally we would keep it under the speed limit but i uh it's sure tough to limit this real awesome power that is uh my quads both, both mine and your uh quads and thighs yeah like we are pumping glistening i was shined up yeah Mm-hmm. We're fucking cruising. Yeah, dude. Glowing in the midday sun. Right by the water like that? Until, unfortunately, uh, the one rule that we have when we do this type of thing came into effect, and I was forced to destroy us both. I thought we don't talk about that one rule. Mm, I think we're going to have to give it away. We have we have visible injuries that are going to have to be explained. I have road rash. And this time, I, I can't tell my doctor I walked into a doorframe again, man. No. They're going to think it's me. I have to be honest. Okay. Um... So when we uh, when we go on these bike trips, yeah. uh, we do have one major rule, right? We drink a lot. And that is we pass a hot dog stand, we stop at a hot dog stand. On the dime. So uh, naturally, while we were, uh, I don't want to call it our top speed because we're easily capable of doubling that. But there were some old people you know, on the trail. We max out at like 120, something like that. I've, yeah. Um, on a bad day. There uh, were definitely flames behind me. Yeah, yeah, I felt it. Mm-hmm. Um, so naturally, I, I had to take a, a rather abrupt turn uh, off the trail towards this hot dog stand. Yeah. Um, the Glizzies. Yeah, Carl's Corn Dogs, I think it was called, something like that. Oh, Carl. Um, known for his, his yellow dogs. Uh, and I must apologize. I think I did cause that uh, that two-man pile. No, you definitely did. <laughs> no, that was all your fault. Yeah. Yeah, so for your birthday coming up, I'm going to get you a rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could use yeah, that. Yeah, to avoid this from ever happening again. Oh, and a seat, please, because uh, mine is still lodged in my asshole. I, I could tell by the way you were walking in here. Did, did you see that? Was it noticeable? It was so noticeable. It looked like you got off a horse. Damn it. My mom lied to me. No. She said she couldn't tell. She also lied about this, too. Greg, I'm actually your father. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Want to <Papa>? go fish? <laughs> I'll take you fishing, boy. Uh, yeah, so we got a little banged up. Uh, but uh, we managed to walk it off and get back on our bikes like men. Oh, my God. We looked ridiculous. Yeah, we kind of did. I'm just really mad that we'll never get it on tape. Yeah, right? Yeah. Why does we... that keep happening to us? I don't know. Our, like Our fantastic acrobatic blunders never get captured on tape. Our dicks touched. In this world where everything is recorded, somehow uh, our most embarrassing moments will never be seen. Uh, I'm sure the FBI has the footage. And I'm upset about that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we should we should talk to uh, fucking Carl and see if his corn dog cam uh, caught anything. The corn dog cam. Yeah, I like that. I bet he's got us on a a closed captioned video that only he can watch from his basement room underneath the. He uh, just has. He's just. A, he has a Roomba going around with a GoPro on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what caused the accident. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it probably was. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are damn, damn that's, that's scary. scary. Woo, spooky. Woo. Oh, oh, guys, it's October. That's a whole new. Fucking month. It's here. a whole new fucking month. By the way, I'm Micah. This is Greg. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Uh, it's it's a it's a new fucking What's month. Up, Dad. <laughs> we uh we left Italy. 
We're out of we're out of Italy now. I we hope took you... our gondola across the Mediterranean. I hope everyone enjoyed Jalo. Traversed the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. We unloaded all of our marinara sauce before we landed on uh, the east coast of the Americas. Yep. And now we're back. We're back. We're back to Trinity National Forest. I was gonna say where? What state is that in? California. Okay. Yeah. So we uh, we went through the the Panama Canal at some point. Panama on a gondola, mangala full of sauce. That's right, guys. It's October. You know what that means. We're covering all the Halloween movies. I did that bit last week and it fell flat. Yeah, we did. It. Uh, it is Finders Keepers. Harder, deeper, deeper month. Yeah, otherwise known as found footage. Yep. My favorite subgenre in horror. It's a good one. I love found footage movies so much, dude. There's it's so my many. second favorite subgenre. What's your first? Well, pornography, of course. Ah, yes. Hmm. We saved that for April with almost porn, my friend. Oh, I can't wait. Mm, it's going to get. You talk about the glizzies. I tell you what. Oh, you promised me a, a five gallon bucket of glizzies for this <laughs> April, so. I promised you a five gallon bucket of the hot dog water. Oh, you know, you got to eat the glizzies out of there first. Hey, you boil that, you get a stew going on. It's uh, October, so I think we could reasonably get away with bobbing for glizzies. I'd say so. Here in the studio. Yeah, definitely. Can we make some kind of contest out of this? All right, for any any of the fans out there, the quote-unquote fans who are listening. We have fans. Uh, we're going to be doing a bobbing for glizzies contest, uh, let's say, every Sunday for this month. I like it. And uh, the prize is a Slashers t-shirt. <laughs> Soaked in hot dog water. <laughs> They're never going to work with us again, Greg. Yeah, I think that ship is sailed. I think so, too. <laughs> so here we are. Finders keepers. Harder, harder deeper. deeper. Ready That's to go. Ready to fucking go. But first things first, man. I just want to talk about David Arquette. Oh, I do, too. I love David Arquette. David One of Ar- my favorites. David Arquette made a fantastic movie in 2007 called The Tripper. Uh, he's been in a plethora of horror movies. He was in uh, Scream 2. Uh, not just 2, but he was also in Scream. Uh-huh. And 3. Maybe the third one. And 4. Yep. And now 5. Uh, Scream Revelations. Uh, Scream Bloodlines. Yes. Yeah, my favorite Bloodlines. Don't get old to me. No, the joke will never get old. <laughs> no, what was the new one? Uh, Tremors Bloodlines. Scream Next of Kin. <laughs> that's, that's the new one. Yeah, totally. Uh, so if you like the Scream movies... And we know you do. Yeah, you love them because you love Wes Craven. You could stay at the actual Scream house where Sidney Prescott lived, uh, where the party was at the end of the movie. There's where still a corpse stuck in the garage door. Uh, yes, yes, with those boobs. Uh, it is now an Airbnb. And it turns out if you book it... Uh, David Arquette. So I, when I first read this, I thought David Arquette was actually like running this Airbnb, <laughs> and I yes. just pictured, I pictured him like making eggs yeah. for like married couples and shit. <laughs> he cooks the grits. <laughs> he cooks the glizzies. <laughs> uh, no, let's be honest. He he sits on the couch in a wife beater and gets drunk. Yeah, yeah. Well, I no, I think he's clean now. Yeah. No. Maybe I don't know. I don't know much about his personal life. Uh, he's a good guy. But I do mean, he... know that he is uh, at least somewhat uh, working in conjunction with this Airbnb. Yeah, it turns out that if you actually stay at this Airbnb, it's basically you'll get a cameo from David Arquette. But like an R-rated cameo. Yeah, he'll say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's just, well, I wonder what he has to say. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Told you you can stay in one of the bedrooms if you don't say fuck on video. <laughs> I don't even know how much this shit costs, but uh, well, I know whatever it is, it's worth it. I can okay, so here's uh, let's see. It's four guests, one bedroom, one bed, one bath. This house seems a lot bigger than one bedroom. Yeah, what does it, it seems what fucking, does actually look like? It looks fucking huge. You know what? Maybe it's tiny, and it was just uh, movie magic that made us think it was big. Oh my god! It's because yeah, you're actually right. I'm looking at pictures now. Is it super small? No, it's it's not super small. Oh, they definitely have some scream decor up, yeah. which is nice. Uh oh, let's see. So it's uh, uh, booking opens 1 p.m. Tuesday, October 12th. Uh, for three days stay, October 27th, 29th, 31st. Uh, uh, let's see what else. What else? What else? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all like decked out with a bunch of uh, scream memorabilia. Uh, a dedicated fo- oh god so there do, is a do you get to wear the mask i don't know i probably does, does but your there, friend get to wear the mask there is knife around? there is a dedicated phone line uh uh for you to actually you could pick it up and it'll talk to ghostface directly okay which is kind of fun but it's uh, actually david Arquette. it's ac <laughs> hey fuck it's ghostface fuck <laughs> I owe Courtney Cox alimony. Uh, uh, and the catch is you have to sleep in a drawer. <laughs> Asian style. With, with David Arquette. <laughs> you have to share a drawer with Asian, <laughs> Asian David Arquette. Asian Arquette. <laughs> Let's see. It's it's also the place is chock full of Jiffy Pop popcorn, ice cream with all the ready whip that you could shake your dick at, all right. and pizza. Uh, and... Uh, Got some nice product placement going on. Yeah, there. and apparently you have all the screen movies that you can watch at your disposal. Yes. Matthew Lillard uh, will, will not be will there. Will not show up. Will not be there. <laughs> He's shooting Wing Commander 2 that weekend. <laughs> uh, have you... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I kind of want to stay there, man. Uh, we should go. Oh, I'd man. Share, I share a drawer with yeah, you. Yeah, I'll share, <laughs> share a drawer with you in Asian Arquette. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh shit, dude! Did you get a chance to watch uh, anything from season three of Creep Show? Creep Show? No, I didn't. I, I saw that it was out, but uh, I didn't check it out yet. Man, I watched the first episode, and oh god, I did not like it. It wasn't the nonstop thrill ride that I've I've come to expect. From no, show. no, it's the first one was called Mums. It was, uh, uh, you know, obviously it was directed by Greg Nicotero, which mm-hmm. was a Joe Hill short story, and it just it. It wasn't that good. Uh, it was like, yeah, it was like a couple like militia guys that are planning like a heist, and like the wife uh, informs the FBI, so they they kill her, but they have a son, and this they like they buried the body in the mom's garden. The mom was all about this garden. The son planted special seeds and grew uh, his mom back. It just wasn't that good. Uh, meter meter reader. <laughs> meter reader was okay it kind of references the exorcist uh but then uh let's see. oh i did i did watch the one called queen b that one was that one was rough too it was like a uh a pop star is giving birth at a local hospital i love that these kids break into the hospital because they want to see her give birth because they're like oh let's get this on tiktok eh? and it's horrific it turns out she's a giant bug like the queen alien 
Yeah, but yeah. She's just like laying eggs? Yeah, kind of. But like more like a wasp. That sounds kind of cool, actually. It wasn't. And oh, like oh. all the all the nurses were under mind control and their eyes glowed green. So there have been no good episodes this season, is what you're saying? No, just the ones I watched aren't good. Season two, I thought, was phenomenal. Season one was great. So far, what I've seen season three is just... Ugh. It was but, better when it uh, resembled Tales from the Hood, I think. There, yes, uh, there is one out uh, dr- called Drug Traffic, which has Michael Rooker. I love Michael Rooker. And Benicio Del Toro? No, just Michael Rooker. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but I, I haven't watched that one yet. I, I'm, I'll probably end up watching it tonight. So Sure. Uh, but, I mean, at least our fans know uh, Creepshow Season 3 is definitely out right now. It's on Shudder. I'm going to check it out ASAP. That spells ASAP. Yep. Because actually, the way you described some of those episodes, I think they sound pretty cool, and I'm interested. Yeah, man. Okay. I'm going to come over to your house. I'm going to climb on in that drawer with you, and I think we should watch them together. (laughs) Hey, you know what else we should watch together? October 26th, shortly after your birthday. Okay. Get this, dude. And this isn't horror, but in a way, I guess it kind of is, because I feel like a lot of horror fans are juggalos. Yeah, I think the, the, uni- the two line up. The United States of Insanity, which is a documentary about uh, the FBI's labeling the Juggalo community as terrorist. Oh. It's a whole documentary on it, and it's a whole documentary on how they marched on the Capitol. Yes. Which, right. su- which surprisingly was, that had like no violence as opposed to like what happened January 6th. Impressive, if you ask me. Honestly, yeah. And I don't really think if, anyone sprayed Fago. If this is anything like American Juggalo, which is legit one of my favorite it, uh, it's movies. It's incredible. Uh, I'll, I will be all over that. I'm going to be all over this like uh, stink on shit, my friend. Yes, like white on rice. Yeah. To quote Jake Busey. Jake Busey did say that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, episode so- of Tales from the Crypt, I believe. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, United States of Insanity will be out October 26th. Looks fantastic. Uh, did you watch the trailer for it? It looks whoop whoop whoopable. Yeah. I don't know how, how do, uh, how do the clowns say it? Whoop whoop. There you go. Yeah. It looks we, like that. Let me say, let me spray Fago. Worthy of getting excited for. Uh, very buzzworthy. Yeah. I, dude, now I know you didn't get a chance to see this one and I got to tell you, I, you know what? Honestly, I want to go back and rewatch it before this comes out. All right. Uh, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. Okay. Part two is going to be out just in time for Halloween on Netflix on uh, October 27th. Uh, if no, if if none of you guys know what Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight is, and I know that's a crazy title, it is a Polish horror movie. So you know it's good. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, keep the jokes aside, Greg. I know those. That's that's you're allowed to. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm watching you. I, I, I man. I'm I'm you know I'm just Irish and Russian over here. So keep it clean. I am, which is something that you word off of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> mm, pushy. Yeah. Go to Riverside and get some real good pushy. Yeah, that's terrible. What, <laughs> the thing you just said. <laughs> it uh, for our Buffalo listeners, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, everybody uh, knows nothing good comes from Riverside. Nothing good comes from Riverside, especially the pushy. Oh God. Yeah. Ugh. I. I. Yeah. I gave myself chills saying that. Uh, nobody sleeps in the woods. Nobody sleeps in the woods tonight. Is a Polish horror film, which follows uh, uh, a group of teens that are camping it's one of those whole like 
Give your cell phones. Let's go enjoy the the wilderness thing. Yes. They so have, uh, they have rotary cell phones, and they are all independent submarine engineers. Is this uh, a Polish joke? Because uh, I'm not. Following. I was getting to it. You cut me off. <laughs> I was going to say they're developing the new screen doors. All right, we all know the joke. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. All right. Well, all right, that's enough out of you. Uh, <laughs> so it follows a bunch of campers uh they kind of trail off uh you know the whole like hey let's get lost in the woods thing well it turns out that there are these two brothers living in the woods that are severely mutated due to a meteorite like an alien type virus okay. that just kind of fucked them up they're like they're big they're really creepy looking they look like do you remember the guy from frontiers the big one the big fat one yeah Imagine him covered in boils. Oh, what was his name? Hans? Fatty Hans. Fatty Hans, that's right. Yeah, yes. Fatty Hans. If you guys want to listen to our episode on Frontiers, easily our best episode. I think that was like number 16 or 17. Honestly, I love that episode. Oh, it's a great one. And it's a great fucking movie. Yep. You know what? Guys, why are you listening to us when you should be watching Frontiers right now? Yeah, watch Frontiers while listening to our episode on Frontiers. You know, European horror is fucking awesome, especially the Polish horror. Yeah, and I don't. I, yeah, I don't mean European as in Jalo. I mean like German, Polish, yeah. Russian, like that the, S- Spanish. It's just fucking awesome. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, and on a lighter note, if you're African when you walk into the bathroom, and you're American when you leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we're so good at this. Finders, keepers, harder, deeper, friends. We're damn that scary. Yeah. We got all the jokes. Yeah. I'm Micah. That's Greg. <laughs> um, all right. So back on this. Go see Nobody Sleeps in the Woods, October 27th. Well, it's part two. Yeah. So the first one, it's a bunch of like uh, uh, technology addicted teenagers. They find themselves in an offline camp. Uh, you know, the whole like, let's unplug for a week, whatever. But, you know, hiking. Hiking and shit like that, they come across these brothers and they just brutally murder everybody. Sounds great. I, I mean, brutally. So it's kind of it's sort of like a hostile movie, but in the woods, combined with a little bit of The Hills Have Eyes and Mother's Day, and a little bit of Mother's Day. Yeah, throw some frontiers in there. Throw some frontiers in there. Maybe a little wrong turn. A little bit of Texas Chainsaw. You know what? This is Polish wrong turn. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay, this is Polish wrong turn, yeah. mixed with uh, aliens. You let, you let those sausage eaters just cock it all up, and this is what you get. <laughs> Fuck. So part two comes out October 27th on Netflix. And it looks fantastic. Uh, I don't know. There's no trailer for it. Well, the first one is fantastic. You don't know? You didn't watch it. I saw the trailer. You did. And it looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The second one's probably good. You know what? Should all make a weekend out of it. Go see that Juggalo movie on the 26th, and then the uh, the Polish murder movie on the 27th. <laughs> yeah, a celebration. Right. It'll make be a, a great end to your month. Make a nice weekend. Uh, yeah, make make a whole nice week to it. You could book that Scream House for for the whole ordeal. Yeah. And uh, David Arquette will spoon you in a drawer. He will do that. It's all good. And whisper sweet nothings to you. For an extra hundred, who knows what he'll do. He'll talk about his wrestling career. <laughs> he'll wrestle you. He might. No, he'll, he retired. He'll pin you to the ground for an extra 75 bucks. That's it? He'll make a video out of it. <laughs> make it 80. <laughs> uh, oh, I just see the uh, the Jason Lives desk lamp. Oh, it looks incredible. 
It does, but it's also sold out. Yeah, so I am I am going to put this over uh, because I think this is just absolutely incredible. Maybe he'll make more. Uh, but on Etsy, it's uh, the name of the shop is Mama's Boy Mask. That's Mama's Boy Mask. Yeah, not boys. Mama's Boy Mask. Mama's Boy Mask. That sounds weird. Uh, yeah, but it's a uh, it has a six inch NECA Jason Part Six figure inside of a glass cylinder full of water. Jason is floating, and the lamp turns multiple colors: green, blue. Uh, actually, I think it's just green and blue. If you want an easy visual, this is basically a lava lamp with a Jason action figure inside of it, but better looking than how that sounds. You know what? I, yeah, and like you said, you could probably just make this yourself if I mean, you're if you're crafty. You could try. Um, uh, it is sold out. Throw a bunch of glow sticks into a mason jar and uh, toss your action figure in there. Throw it on your uh, nightstand, and you got a Jason lamp. Uh, yeah. Hey, but the thing is, fourteen inches tall. It does look fucking sweet. Um, I definitely want want this uh, if he makes more. But uh, if you go check out his store, he has a bunch of Jason masks, and he has uh, the uh, uh, the COVID Jason mask. Yes. Yeah. Which... Half half a hockey mask. Yeah, I know. With a little t- bit of blood on it. Sure. Maybe. So that's Mama's Boy mask on Etsy. <laughs> hey man, check him out. It has uh, a five and a half star rating on there. So yes, he did. You not, know he does he good did shit. Not pay us to put him over. He earned our compliments through quality craftsmanship. Yes, he did. Greg, how's uh, how's your week been otherwise, man? You watch anything good? Uh, I uh, checked out this guy called Mama's Boy Mask <laughs> on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> it's very different from what we were just talking about. It's actually quite horrifying. Uh, did you see that there's a uh, a remake to Slumber Party Massacre? I heard about that, yeah. Did you watch the trailer for it? I didn't. I was actually really against this. Um... Is it something that really needs to be remade? Like, does it look good or? It looks it looks really fucking good, man. Really? Yeah. So I saw the movie poster for it, and I was just like, "All right, this is it. I'm gonna take a fucking uh, a toaster. I'm gonna plug it in. I'm gonna drop into a bathtub. Okay. Call it a day. Sure. Um, and then I watched the trailer. Holy fuck, man! It looks great. Yeah. The guy who plays the Triller Killer looks great. Fucking the the babes look great. David Arquette. David Arquette looks like David Arquette. I. Uh, <laughs> No, oh, dude, it looks it looks phenomenal. Like it looks so fucking good. It's on Sci-Fi. It premieres in a couple weeks. So I have something I need to tell you. What's that? I'm actually planning on being the Driller Killer for Halloween this year. Uh, so I'm gonna need to borrow a guitar, probably a drill, and uh, maybe a copy of that movie so I can get the costume right. All right. Well, if you're gonna do that, then I'll be the Driller Killer from the first movie. Oh shit. Yeah. Did I have the wrong movie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if they, it, hey, if this actually like takes off and it's good and it gets like a good, like, you know, uh, I don't know. A lot of people watch it. Yeah, we little, like it and shit buzz. like that. Oh, high score on the old Rotten Tomatoes. You son of a bitch. Yeah. A hundred actually. Yes. I would. I, I mean, I don't want them to touch the second one, but I mean, it would be kind of neat to see an updated version of it. Sure. Um, I mean, when did, when did that come out? I mean, it's like, been like 20 years, right? 80, 80, 40 years? 82 was the first one. All oh, right, so like 53 years. Yeah, that's how fast we were going on the on the bike path. Um, yeah, fuck, I can't remember what year the second one came out. But I, I like I said, I'm against remakes, but it, I don't know. It would be kind of cool to like, to if they're going to do this, start the franchise up again. We'll see how the first one goes. 
Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, we'll it go looks from, good. go from there. Yeah, uh, I mean, chances are I'm gonna watch it and fucking hate it, but yeah. who knows? And I'm, I, I have a, uh, I think we have opposing viewpoints on this. I'm, I'm not against remakes. Mm. I'm open to them. We talked about it last week. I really don't give yeah. a shit. Uh, but there's like some things that I just feel like, like the Lost Boys. Like you don't have to do that. Like why? Why are you doing this? I mean, you can. If it sucks, I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the Exorcist remake that's coming out? It doesn't need to be done. I actually hate remakes. I, I am not for this at all. I don't think anything should be remade, honestly. You just said that you're... Wait, I'm so confused right now. I flipped it. Oh, real John Kerry over yeah, here. Yeah, I made fools of you all. Oh, man. No, but in all seriousness, not a... Exorcist is one of those movies that really doesn't need to be remade. <laughs> No, seriously, uh, it, it it doesn't. Well, I don't. Was it a remake or is it or was it a sequel that's coming out? I don't know. Oh fuck it. I well, feel like it's a it's like a soft reboot kind of thing where it's half half alternate universe, half like a lot of the same stuff from the first. It's getting one. the Joseph Gordon Green. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Halloween Halloween, Halloween treatment. Yeah, Dave Joe Pesci too. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff okay. Goldblum. He's gonna play Reagan. Jake Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Jake, uh, Jake Busey is Poogle or whatever the fucking uh, what was the demon's name? Pazuzu. Yeah, yeah. I said. Captain Howdy. Whatever. That's right, Captain Howdy. Yeah, Captain. From, how do you do? From uh, D. Snyder's Strange Land. That's a, <laughs> that's what it was. Man, I fucking love D. Snyder. He's great. Have you watched any more of uh, uh, Holliston? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, I, shame on you. We watched three quarters of the series. At your house that one time. Yeah, but we were tripping on mushrooms. That's okay. I, I retained most of it. I guess that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I got nothing else really going on this week, man. How about you? I did watch a great movie uh, by one of my favorite comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to that, everyone. Yeah. Because uh, there's going to be a lot of bad Bobcat So we're about we're about 25 minutes into the episode right now. Yeah! So. <laughs> so if you guys want to turn it off right now, we're not going to fault you for it. We it's got you. going to get annoying. We got your rating. <laughs> uh, Bobcat Goldweight is actually a very, very talented director. And I'm not going to say he's a good writer because the movie today, it was just a five-page outline. You know what? He always has original ideas, though. So I love him for that. Uh, yeah. Anyone uh, who's seen uh, World's Greatest Dad mm-hmm. or what was the other one? God Bless America. Yeah. Um, there was God Bless that, America was good. Yeah. There was that one about the girl who sucked her dog's dick. I don't uh, remember what yeah, it was you, you told me about this last week. It's a and weird that, fucking movie, man. It sounds like it'd be fun. It's not. It's just kind of gross and disappointing. Like, just sad? I feel like it's conceptual in the sense that he wanted you to feel the way you'd feel watching this movie as if you had just given head to your favorite pet. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, not good. Is that as horrible as it sounds? That sounds awful. I think he succeeded, too. Really? Because I finished that movie, and I felt nothing but shame and remorse. Oh. Yeah. Felt oh. very unclean. I had to take, like, a at least a six-hour tubby after that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like it. You were Bubbles a, and everything. Not a shower, but a tubby. Yeah. Yeah, you got to soak after watching some of these Bobcat movies. Put cucumbers on your eyes? Right. Mm. Ah! <laughs> it's hot but relaxing. <laughs> that really hurts my throat. Jesus Christ! I, I, how do you do that? I can't. I don't do a good bobcat. 
I'm not sure I do either. I actually can't hear anything when I do that. Uh, you sound great. All I hear is fucking white noise. It, I mean, it's literally nails on a chalkboard. Like, I'm sure it's not that bad because, like, I'm, we're buddies and I'm right here. But I'm, our <laughs> listeners, we lost them all. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that sounded awful. No, it sounded but, terrible. But uh, anyway, in 2013, he really uh, he made a good one with Willow Creek. Dude, I've... Yeah, Willow Creek, man. Willow Creek is a movie about Bigfoot. Yes. Uh, originally, the conception behind this was is that he was going to go to a Bigfoot con... Multiple Bigfoot cons, because apparently they have those. Dude, now, have you ever watched, like, documentaries on people that, like, try to hunt Bigfoot? Oh, yeah. They're unbelievably stupid. Okay, not just are they... uh, Not just are they unbelievably stupid. They are just, like, so fucking obsessed and convinced. Yeah, they're delusional. Like, I believe in aliens. They're also probably drunk. I... They're something. And sometimes they have some... Way too heavy weaponry for uh, yes, for yes. what they're doing. It's fucking terrifying, man. Yeah, uh, I remember watching Joe Bob Briggs when he had the Legend of Boggy Creek. Yeah, and he one. had on uh, this guy who kind of like, like he kind of like Eli Roth, and he was a Bigfoot hunter. Yeah, and like he looked like a normal dude. This guy was batshit crazy, and yeah. they take great offense if you question the existence of bigfoot yeah because their lives are dedicated to it yeah which is odd because for some of them it seems like their their entire mission is to not just kill bigfoot but oh they want him dead but shoot him into a fine red mist so it turns out (laughs) turns out just want him dead it turns out that there's two types of bigfoot hunters there's the one that's like Oh, he's a pe- he's a peaceful skunk ape, and we just want to prove his existence. And there's the other one that's like, hell, I'm gonna kill Bigfoot and hang him on my wall because my <laughs> wife left me because I'm trying to find Bigfoot. Bigfoot raped me when I was 17, and he's gotta die, <laughs> he, dude. And then there's oh, actually there's three types, and there's a third type. There's a really third, uh, really weird third type. That have like this like weird fantasy of like fucking Bigfoot, fucking yeah. Bigfoot, yeah. yeah. Like they want to get fucked. That's a whole fetish. They want to get. Re- I I read one of them. It's insane. It's like uh, this this chick is getting railed by Bigfoot, and his dick is so big that it curves, and it's like does a straight up U turn inside of her. Oh yeah. So when he comes, it like shoots at him. That seems inconvenient. I I don't know how Bigfoot would find that pleasurable. Hmm. I mean, his motivations are unclear. I think that's part of the reason why they can't capture him. So Bobcat Gold- Goldweight was just like, a movie about uh, <laughs> that wasn't bad. Uh, he was going to make this movie. Uh, going to I can't do it anymore. It sounded just like him. Uh, thanks, man. I-, I feel like I was in Police Academy for a second. Uh, he was going to make this movie based on these cons and it was just like he was going to be dressed up he was going to have a couple actors with him where he was going to like be like i'm a bigfoot hunter too and it was essentially making fun of these bigfoot people but then he decided i believe he felt a little bit of remorse over yes he actually started like in the interview I, i i read he he met some bigfoot people and saw how truly passionate they were he realized i don't want to just shit on all these people and also i think the hole in the back of his head if he's been had, they will kill him. It's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, what, yeah. what he ended up making was more of a, a loving tribute 
to the Bigfoot legend rather than a mockumentary uh, that made fun of the people involved. It was like a mix of Grizzly Man, Boggy Creek, and the Blair Witch Project. In that Chris Jericho show where he murders <laughs> Chupacabras. <laughs> Chris, Chris Jericho murders Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> Carney Mike. Yeah. Someone call Bigfoot Hunter. And then Fozzie starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Judas. <laughs> Judas Allen. Judas be my gang. <laughs> you sounded like Yoshi for a second. Oh. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. That was good, Craig. So anyway, not a whole lot of plot to this one. This is um, no. Let's get right into the characters, this man. This is um. This is a story of a uh, man. Story and of his a girl. Cried a river and drowned the whole world. When they finally found a Bigfoot, they both got fucking raped. <laughs> and that's the end. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. All right. We'll see you next week. We're damn scary. <laughs> so our first character is one Jim Kissel. Kessel. Kissel. Jim Kessel. 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 He is. He's our main character, our protagonist, our fun-loving Bigfoot enthusiast. He's an amateur documentarian. An ambitious young filmmaker with a lust for life. Got a lust for life. An inquisitive go-getter with a bright future. A true Sasquatch believer and visionary artist. Oh, man. You hit the nail right on the <laughs> head with all of that, and I am so happy. Yep. And uh, the exact opposite <laughs> is yep. his girlfriend, Kelly Mon- Monteleone. I, I like to call her ants in a picnic. Oh, she's the worst. Oh. She is school in summertime. Yes. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> she is an amateur actress. She is a pompous, egotistical hipster, a Sasquatch skeptic, an annoying, sarcastic buzzkill, probably a vegan, and a pretentious <laughs> jerk bitch who thinks she's too good for Bigfoot. <laughs> a jerk bitch. <laughs> Am I wrong about any of that? <laughs> no. So no, these but, are, she's, but she is pretty. These are our two main characters. Yes, and she is also she's a, a repeat character from a lot of Bobcats movies. Oh, did she suck a dog's dick? I don't remember if she was the dog dick sucker, but she was in uh, World's Greatest Dad. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, actually, I think that's the only one I remember her Is from. this his daughter? I don't think her last name is Goldthwaite. <laughs> she has her mother's <laughs> last name. Yeah, Bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So these are really our main characters. The whole movie's centered around them, but there is a whole cast of other, uh, you know, strange side characters. I just lumped them all together, and I said the locals. That sounds right. Uh, River is, people. Yeah, this is a nonstop circus show of rednecks, hillbillies, perverts, potheads, and failed musicians uh, who all love Bigfoot. None of them ever graduated high school. In fact, I don't think there's even one in this town where things take place. No. So... That kind of covers everyone who's not our main two. Uh, aside from that, we've got Bigfoot himself, who is a Sasquatch. He's a mountain yeti. He's a bipedal ape-like creature who appears blurry to the naked eye. I love the way he sounds, too. Yeah. When they... <laughs> <laughs> he sounds exactly like Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> Who, coincidentally, did all of the voices for the Bigfoot. Big, yes, big the, feet. the vocalization, the throating. Yeah, he did all the throating for the, the Big Feet in this film. And you can tell. 
Like you can hear it. Oh yeah. You can really hear yeah, the Bobcat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second time I watched it, I was listening for it and I'm like, that's Bobcat. I was I had it on uh yesterday when I was watching it, and uh the part where the I don't want to give anything away, but the part where the Bigfoot shows up and starts making noise, uh my girlfriend popped in the room and was like, Is that a Bobcat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you watched the police academy hey, without me. What the fuck? Is there a Bobcat in the room? <laughs> she was actually mad at me. She was like, get that fucking thing out of here. They smell like piss. <laughs> I was like, calm down, calm down. It's just a Bobcat movie. Oh, okay. She was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. She calmed her tits. She was like, you can stay. <laughs> I was like, thank God, I'll put my pants back on real quick. Um, and then we just have one other character who is Bella, who is the canine victim of a Sasquatch oh, attack. Why do we? No. And an all around good boy slash girl. Oh, such a good girl. Yeah. I love that dog. All right. Probably, let's... That, was, that was a real emotional part of the film. Yeah, it really was, man. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll talk about Bella. Oh, all right. So let's get to the movie. Like most found footage films, we start in a car. Yep. Starts out with our lead man, Jim, uh, fucking up the audio as he's testing a microphone in the car. Jim kind of reminds me of Jim from The Office. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, what's his name in The Office? Uh, Jim. James? Uh, Jim Florentine, I think it was. Y- maybe. Yeah. Spinach. Yeah. Jim Spinach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really give a shit about the office. Yeah, Jim, uh, Jim Popeye. It's not. All right. So he's the the funny thing about this opening scene actually is that um, when this film was originally being screened uh, in small theaters and at festivals and whatnot uh, conventions, a lot of the projectionists and facilities thought that there was an audio problem. Yeah, because it starts off with nothing. Yes. Uh sorry, I guess I jumped the gun there. Uh the opening scene it's just it's it's just grass, right? Oh yeah, there's a there's a quick shot of grass, but the audio doesn't kick in until uh he gets his shit together. Yeah. And uh the projectors uh I guess the projectionist would actually like stop the movie and Bobcat be like <laughs> Alright, again guys. We re- we gotta stop this. this we have like, another like at least forty five minutes of this shit. This is shredding my throat. Actually, I'm starting to really hurt my throat here. Your face is red. It's oh yeah. Well, it's the blood pressure because of my life right now. I actually got lightheaded on that last one. <laughs> at a certain point, you guys are just gonna hear a thunk when I, I when I head I hit the table. I literally can't lose you. All right, so uh, can I be bold and say no more bobcats? I don't know if I could do that, Greg. We're never going to stick with no, it, but let's no. just say it for when, now. When Bigfoot shows up, I think it's going to happen again. All right. So, it's, okay. No more Bobcats. Wink. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I'm winking uh, at Micah heavily right now. Oh, my throat. Uh, so, anyway, Kelly, who is driving, does a mock douche commercial into the mic because she is hilarious. Oh, hail to the V, baby. And this is where we learn that they are making a Bigfoot documentary and that she is the Funniest girlfriend you could ever have. Oh, my God. The way Jim has to fake laugh after all of her shitty jokes because he wants to get into that vagina. Yeah, I'm totally just kidding. She's going to be irritating this whole movie. Oi. You want to know why? Why? Because she's a pretentious jerk bitch who thinks she's too good for Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, is she in for it. I think that was in the credits, actually. Her character didn't actually have a name. I had to make something up. 
All right, so these two are driving in California in yep. beautiful Trinity National Forest, which is something that I plan on visiting in the next year, actually. I hear it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's uh, smack dab in the middle of California. At this point, I'll be living in Reno, Nevada, so that's, that's like a two-hour drive for me. It's where the Redwoods are. Yeah, man. Speaking of Redwoods, uh, ew. this is they carved a giant uh, Bigfoot statue out of one. I was going to say a giant Joe Pesci. Uh, <laughs> That's an oxymoron if I ever heard one. Because <laughs> he's little, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> we learned that they are retracing the steps of the 1967 Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot footage, which is a famous uh, video. Very fucking famous video. It's, it's the, the one where the Sasquatch is wearing the wristwatch. <laughs> and he, he sort of lumbers from tree to tree. Uh, you don't really see much of him. Um, but Jim is a huge fan. So this is this is our premise. He's dragging his uh, super hilarious and awesome girlfriend along with him to make this documentary because he is a true Bigfoot believer. His super hilarious assless girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd it go? <laughs> so uh, they're in the car. Um, and she, of course... There, there's a pattern here, and I don't know if Bobcat did this on purpose, but I think he might have, because it's sort of, um, it's definitely a pattern where every time they're in the car, she has to say something negative about Bigfoot not existing. Oh, yeah. And their entire conversation is always about her being a skeptic and him trying to be like, you know what, can we just try to have fun just for once? Can we just, can we just yeah. enjoy the Bigfoot can we just, trip that we're on? Look, look, why are you here? And she's like, because I like spending time with you, which was actually kind of sweet. Yeah, but she's still annoying. Yeah, like don't be annoying about it. This is this yeah. is like this is his dream. She's like, I like spending time with you, but everything that you like sucks, and I don't believe in it. So, deal with me. Yeah. So we start with uh, Jim. Jim Kessel is uh, starting his documentary at the base of uh, oh, what the fuck was that creek name? Whatever. Uh, not Boggy Creek. Oh, Bobcat Creek. Bobcat Creek. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Jim Kessel. Here we go. We're going to be tracing the steps of the 1967 Patterson-Gimlet footage. And blah, he cannot blah, blah. get this right. No, not at all. Keeps trying. She's breaking his concentration. He tries again. He has a different tone. He tries different wordings. He just cannot figure this and out. And I like the one that they finally go with where he's basically like Joe Rogan, like, hey, what's up? I'm Jim Kessel. Yeah, he gives you some attitude. You like Bigfoot? Well, fuck you. I love Bigfoot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll powerbomb Bigfoot. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> You're like, big feet? I got big feet. Watch a video about me. What the fuck? Yeah. And then he turns into dice. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's go. Uh. <laughs> so they, uh. they stop at various places just to get quick shots of him um, basically uh, voiceovering intros for their documentary. Yeah. And they eventually end up at, uh, I forget what it was called, but it's big the Bigfoot Burger and Ammo. Yes. <laughs> That's literally what it's called. They are serving the uh, famous Bigfoot burgers, and I believe these are real. I think this is a real place. It is a real place, and it turns out that the food is a shit. The food is absolute shit. The actors and crew that talked about this place, they were like, this is the worst food I ever fucking had. How do you fuck up a burger? But Bobcat, Bobcat was quick to defend it, and apparently this place did take care of them and did, like, like feed everybody, but I guess it wasn't good at all to where the actors were just like, this 
is the worst food I ever had. I think, like a couple of the crew like got like diarrhea. So they hooked him up and then they shit all over. The, they hooked him up the and they shit all over it because it was just garbage food. <laughs> they made him sleep in drawers. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the food didn't taste so good, but it was on the Bigfoot Burger is on a bun shaped like a big foot. Yeah, and which it's is at, awesome. It's at this place that the two notice a just. So there isn't, like, a bunch of missing posters. There's only one missing poster. Yes, a single missing girl. A single missing girl. And what was her name? Uh, missing poster lady. Yeah, I totally didn't catch it either. Yeah, I didn't catch it. Uh, just missing poster lady. Now, listen. Remember that. Mm-hmm. All right? We're going to come back to that. All right. Remember her beautiful face. Yeah, Sorry, gorgeous. I was, I was swallowing beer for a second. No, that's fine. That's fine. It's pumpkin. It's it's a very thick, heavy beer. <laughs> oh, wait, what did we say? Um, sorry, sorry. Yep, yep almost yep. got out of control. There. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, meanwhile, they they take big bites of this burger. That is, th- this is the biggest fucking burger I've ever seen. Not that the burger patty itself is big, but it's basically a loaf of bread. I mean, it's a big foot burger. It's shaped as a foot. It's it's got size fifteen foot. And this is the point in the movie where I it really occurred to me that the dialogue is 99% improv. And it turns out it, it is. fucking shows here. <laughs> yeah. So Bobcat actually wrote a five-page outline. Yep. He didn't write a script. Nope. And he let them just ab-lib it and just improv it. And honestly, it, it kind of worked because it seemed natural because it fucking was. And these two actors... It works sometimes. They So five-page outline, five days of shooting... And the two actors met the first day of shooting in a car. And they hit it off right away. I was told that um, some of the locals that they interviewed who were real people. They uh, thought they were married. Actually thought that they were uh, not acting. Yeah. Because they're so good at it. Yeah. But uh, in the movie, it turns out they're actually not married. They're just boyfriend and girlfriend. Yep. And in this scene, while they're eating these Bigfoot burgers, uh, the actress playing Kelly just can't help but mention Bigfoot's dick. Yep. Which is how you know that she is a good actress. Did I mention that her character annoys me? <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> yeah, she's terrible. Uh, yeah, I watched this with my friend Megan, and my, my, uh, my friend actually really enjoyed uh, enjoyed her. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's disappointing. Uh, there are, there's Bigfoot murals everywhere in town, though, I noticed. Um, which is weird. It's weird the way that they depicted... Uh, I don't want to say him, but them... A big big feet can because be, it was uh, it was like sexes, it was like a right? big a bigfoot family yeah and they're doing like they're shown they're doing like, like chores like Amish labor yeah they're building houses they're they're cutting wood they're like washing clothes were they slaves they kind of resembled that's what I that's what I slaves. see that's yeah. what I kind of picked up because it was like the people were just first off all the people were white and they were just kind of like they were works, they, they were they were watching these big feet bigfoots. Foots. I like foots. That makes more sense. Foots. To me. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, watching the big foots do all of this work, this this menial slave labor. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like a, a like a hey, we're in a community together, like we could co- we could coexist. We can but, coexist as long as you serve me. Yeah, because you're big and strong, and your feet are bigger than mine. Yeah. So that means you're you're more efficient at work at, at crushing grapes and making wine. Yeah. Sure. You know, why wasn't there a picture of them doing that? That seems like the one thing that they'd excel at. I don't know, man. But you know what I do know? I mean, they... not in rape, but like... This whole... <laughs> Fuck. This whole town is real. Yes. 
and I legit cannot wait to go here. Uh, like I said, it's on my list for things to do next year. I would love to check it out. Uh, and uh, I am going to stay at this fucking place, which they pull up to and they stay at. Which You're going to have to eat the Bigfoot burger. I'm going to eat the Bigfoot burger, even if it's shit. Uh, and I, I need my stomach pumped. I know, I know. Because everyone on set was probably all vegan. Yeah. If Bobcat said it was good, chances are it's good. I trust anything Bobcat puts in his mouth. Yeah. To be quality. Y- yes. Yes, absolutely. Seems like a guy who's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. If those uh, speech patterns aren't trustworthy, I don't know what is. Nothing is. Yeah. No. If you can't trust Bobcat, who can you trust? He should do a... Like, uh, who's that asshole that does uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives or whatever? Oh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, he should do what Bobcat Goldthwait does, <laughs> except with uh, restaurants. Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that. I Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, so these two pull into the Bigfoot Motel, which mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed that. The movie's an hour and 20 minutes. I love that, by the way. It, it it, honestly, it, it could have been even shorter. Um, yeah, because there's a there's a 75 minute <laughs> tent scene at the end that probably could have been trimmed. No, I enjoy that. Uh, but the Bigfoot Motel, I would have actually have liked to have seen some uh, footage inside of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Maybe the rooms weren't in the budget because apparently the budget for this was just pennies. Yeah. Uh, so they stay at this Bigfoot Motel. There's a lot of hair on the bed. Uh, yeah, that's not hair. Those are bugs. It's you know, his hair is moving. Described as a thick musk when you enter the room. The hair is caterpillars. Oh, you ever sleep on a bed of caterpillars, Greg? That's why they're always grooming each other. Yep. This all makes sense now. Uh huh. It's all coming to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So we get to a scene where there's a giant uh, Bigfoot carved out of redwood. Yeah. And uh, I love that uh, uh, Kelly decides to have a little uh, high school childish fun and pretend she's given Bigfoot an, an HJ. Would you believe that that is also improv? Oh, was it? Yeah, I don't think G- that was in the script. Giving Bigfoot an old fashioned? Yeah. What a gal. Yeah, a little, a little tugger. Uh, and then we got this old lady that pops up that does the, uh, excuse me, can I help you? Which that shit happens to me all the fucking time. I'm doing something. I'm in another town. I'm doing something lewd and crude. I'm trying to beat off a statue here. Yeah, like I'm. I'm literally like, like, like dry humping a statue or something. You know, and then a tour guide comes by. The and last t- time this happened to me, uh, I was with uh, with Brit in Universal Studios. Oh and, God! And they had a horse out on display. No. And it had this monster erection. No. And its trainer, its keeper, was trying so hard to distract from it and act like it wasn't happening. So then you started sucking it off. So naturally, I had to run up to the front row with my camera out and <laughs> zoom in on it. And she just she kept gesturing me like, "Sir, sir, can you please not draw attention to it?" I'm, like, I'm just acting like I can't hear her. <laughs> and she starts trying to walk this horse like behind the fucking. Behind the wall to get it out of public view. And I'm like, oh no, you don't. I'm following it with the camera. I'm getting close up shots the whole way. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to dive into these things. Just, oh, uh, he's going to dive into the horse cock dick and just first. Just really get the photograph. That's really what, that's the whole point is get that shot, people. If there's one thing I learned from Def Leppard, you got to get that photograph. Yeah, don't don't let these old buzzkill tour guides stop you from enjoying yourself. <laughs> If there's a penis joke to be had, it is your it's your duty, honestly. He said duty. To make that joke. Uh-huh. And put it on your Instagram pages. You have to. Show I would it to rather the world. I would rather have throbbing horse cock 
on my Instagram feed. I bet you would. Instead of someone's fucking, like, meal. I thought you were going to say someone's fucking kids. <laughs> oh, God. I would rather have horse cock than someone's fucking kids. Fuck your kids. I don't fucking care about your fucking kids. Fuck yeah, you. That, I think that's the official damn that scary stance on children. Oh, no. That's been that way since day one. That we're bigger and stronger than them. Yeah. And uh, horse stick style. Horse stick style. We will, we will club your kids <laughs> with something that is uh, not a penis. How about that? We'll clean it up a little bit. I will grab your kid I'll by club your kids with a plastic ankle and swing your kid around and hit a bunch of other toddlers in the fucking head. That's right. That's right. It's easy to do because they only weigh like fucking 40 pounds. Yeah, fuck them kids. Yeah. I'll throw them into a lake. I'll skip them like a stone. So, Jim decided. <laughs> Uh, I'll put a video of it on my Instagram page. <laughs> right next to the horse cock. <laughs> oh, so Jim decides he's going to interview this fucking old lady. And she knows nothing. Oh, she, she sucks, but she's like, it's it's perfect how she plays it. Yep. Like, because uh, Jim is the whole, like, Bigfoot exists, he's right? He's all excited about it. He's like, so have you, have you seen Bigfoot? And she's like, no. Have you heard any stories about Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah. but I just don't believe him. Yeah, no, I, I don't think he's real. What would you do if you saw Bigfoot? I, 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 I nothing because he doesn't exist. <laughs> Is there anything I should worry about if I go out there camping? Uh, probably bears. Deaf bears don't do much, though. They just want your food, but you gotta watch out for the mountain lions. What you really gotta watch out for is uh, the bobcat. <laughs> Don't let the name fool you. He's actually a feral naked man. <laughs> he cannot be controlled or contained. He hasn't really done much since those police academy movies. But sometimes he does voiceover work. <laughs> it's weird out of the woods. Uh, that wasn't a good one. Whoa, that was weird, man. <laughs> What was going on there? I, for, I think I forgot how to do a Bob. I think you did. Ah! There it is. Okay. All right, we're back. That's the last time. God we're it. back. Oh, it really hurts. Oh, it hurts so much. Oh, we we really we put the work in for I'm this gonna audience. Need, I'm going to need. Really yeah, I don't. I don't think should. producer Matt knows the work we put into the show. So their next stop after talking to this old woman is uh, Bigfoot Books. Oh, Bigfoot Books and actually seems like a cool place. You know why? Because it's ran by Bam Margera. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Are you fucking if, kidding if me? If Bam Margera was a hobbit, this is, uh, this is what this guy <laughs> looks like. And I have to say, in a town full of creepy motherfuckers, he is the creepiest motherfucker in town because he has some serious rapist eyes. And when they talk about shooting uh porno on these cameras yes he he lights lights up. up like the fourth of july yeah he is he's done this before he's probably doing it right before they walked in he'll probably be doing it when they leave this man makes amateur pornography with a bigfoot theme yep and sells it on the black market yep oh he totally does bigfoot books might be the front when you come in the store but if you go around to the van in the back He's got amateur Bigfoot porno. You know this is the guy that's making all those uh, Bigfoot fuck fan fiction things online. Yeah. He's the, I read a couple he's of them. the author who is writing them. <laughs> you can tell from the misspellings. Bigfoot, Bigfoot books is just all Sasquatch erotica. And the fact that every main character in these pornographic fictions is named Pam. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically, he tells them, uh, he talks about the Bigfoot curse. 
He talks about the uh, the cameras used to get the the famous footage. What's the Bigfoot curse? It's like, oh, you're gonna get divorced. Your whole goddamn you're... life is gonna fall apart. Yeah, because if you pursue the Bigfoot. Yeah, and it's the whole like you go down to uh, Willow Creek, uh, where the footage is actually shot, and it's yeah. You know, your whole... he says the same thing about obsessing over Bigfoot that you could say about rampant alcoholism. He's just like, you know what? You go down that path, it'll ruin your life, my friend. I don't go down that road. A lot of history down that road now. <laughs> But he does tell them how to get to the Bigfoot campsite, where the famous footage was shot. Yeah, and the directions are fucking weird. It's just like, he tells you where the road is, uh, and then he's like, now you're going to hear the creek right to your left, but then up to your right, there's going to be a hill. Just follow along that. Follow the hill. And then you're going to come to a crevasse. You know what's weird? This is a famous tourist destination, yes? It it totally is. Why is there no trail going to this campsite? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I can almost promise you, in actual real life, there's a trail going right to this site. There has to be. It is but, but impossible to get lost going to this campsite. Well, that's that's. We'll we'll get to, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll we'll get there when we get there. Look, I know there's a such thing as Bigfoot magic, and it confuses people sometimes. Bigfoot magic, you say? Yeah. It explains uh, some of. Would the, you say the it's Bigfoot sorcery? You telling me Bigfoot's been a wizard this whole time? It's more like dickmatism, if you're familiar with the term. Oh, Bigfoot just stands there and twirls his dick like a fucking... Uh, it's like one of those swirly ooh, things ooh. that hypnotists use, yeah. Yeah, the whirly-durly. And it's only possible because this is a little-known fact about the Bigfoot, but his penis is spotted. So when you twirl it, it makes like a fucking spiral. And also with all that hair on it, it kind of adds to the windmill effect. It dazzles the senses, I'm told. Uh-huh. So yeah, very confusing, very disorienting. Uh, you just try to stare into that and stay sane. You can't do it, my friend. No, good luck. And, you know, such is the plight of the wizard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they're not done with their interviews. They've got a couple to go before they actually leave town. So their next one is with a man named Tom, who claims that he knew Gimlin of the famous Patterson-Gimlin footage. Uh, he took the Bigfoot video, and uh, this guy is a musician. Oh, the Bob Dylan of the Bigfoot community. That's what they call him. And Tom I love that Jim, Jim totally knows this guy. He, you know, he follows him on Spotify. Oh, yeah. He loves him. Loves he's him. He's got playlists saved. He's got, uh, he's got the updates coming to his inbox. He knows every, every new release. He knows every concert date, which is just always in Willow Creek. <laughs> <laughs> every night for half an hour, he plays at the bar in downtown Willow Creek. Oh, well, he has competition. We'll get to that. He plays at Bigfoot Books. <laughs> yeah, but I, ah, uh, man, I just, I love this scene so much because it's so fucking, just so fun. I love the fact that you can't tell if this is staged. I don't if know. If it's accidental or if they. Okay, so I tried, like, finding something out about this and I, I couldn't. I think it's, dude, honestly, Greg, I think it's real. I think it just happened this way and Bobcat was like, that's perfect that's exactly what i wanted yeah i think i think the guy actually did write the song i think he is a bigfoot enthusiast oh, he's and, a real guy uh, yeah that's a real song you know what dude actually it was kind of it was kind of catchy but he's got a harmonica he's got an acoustic guitar um roger and bob rode out that day yeah he's <laughs> i mean they were talking for a little bit and the whole time i'm looking i'm like oh, you've got this harmonica you got the guitar Play something. Like, yeah. You gotta like, fucking play something. Let's do this. And then eventually he does. And yeah, it's, it's Roger and Bob wrote out that day by Tom Yamarone. Uh, this song sucks, but there's you, Fuck you. This song's catchy. It sure is long. I'll give you that. And it's all about like, Roger and Tom had a real good week. They went to a campsite and saw something. They went to Willow Creek. 
And saw something. <laughs> and then they, oh, that was the guy. They saw something. Yeah, but it just kind of goes on and on and doesn't say much. Because the whole point is they went camping and saw Bigfoot. That It's a one-verse song. It could be <laughs> a one-verse one song. song. <laughs> and done. But, yeah. The great thing, though, is that he fucks the song up and they didn't do another take. Oh, my God. I love that. And that's that. what I'm talking about when I say, I don't know he if just, Bobcat just told picked, him to he, do that. or I d- Dude, I don't know. I think know. he just did it. I think honestly, just, I, I, I honestly think I would love to interview Bobcat about this. Yeah, I think he fucked it up. Bobcat was like, no, this fits the tone of what we're going for. Exactly. You know, that's not what he said. He said, no, this fits the guitar, but you didn't get the words right. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Fuck. I can't, I can't do this anymore, Greg. <laughs> oh, God, I can't. Well, it's a good thing this movie's oh. only an hour and ten minutes long. <sighs> Uh, 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 (laughs) So, next up, (laughs) they have an interview with a woman who has her own personal Bigfoot story. This this didn't have to be in the movie. Yeah, it's not super No, this this sucks. She claims that she saw him as a kid, blah, blah, blah. Her and, uh, I think she said her, her dad and her uncle Tiny went camping. Uh, They saw a fucking Bigfoot in the road. Um, She got a good view of his dick, torso, and face. Yep. And the end. So she's like, yeah, I saw Bigfoot once. Awesome. But they go back in the car, and of course, continuing our pattern, oh god, Kelly decides to be a Bigfoot buzzkill. I just don't see how this could be a real thing. And he's like, "Honey, they just discovered uh, a punched-in, toothless, spine-tingling monkey ape. Like that's a brand new species. Yeah. They find brand new species all they the time. They discover twenty thousand new species a year." And she's like, "Yeah, but it's not like bacteria, so why don't we just yeah. go? Let's go home." Yeah, uh, let's just go. I have to audition for another one of my deuce commercials. By the way, is that leather? You better not be wearing leather. Yeah, because I'm vegan. Which is weird because she totally ate that Bigfoot burger. Yeah, right? Maybe She's not a very good vegan. No, she's a terrible vegan. She's a, she's a vegan when it's convenient. Yeah, convenient. Ooh, well, I know a few of those, yeah, actually. That's a real word and a real term that I've heard before uh, used by scientists. So their next interview is with ex-park ranger Troy Andrews. This is Peter Jason, the he, dude from They Live. He is amazing. He's in so many fucking movies. This guy's awesome. He's in like a really good slasher. This guy's fucking awesome. I love this dude. Also, possibly Bobcat Goldthwait's poker buddy. I think that's why he's in the movie. <laughs> you know, but, you know they, 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 they've been to Thailand together. Yeah, you know they, they murdered a Thai hooker in 1991 <laughs> together. <laughs> And now he's like, he has yeah. to do any movie Bobcat Bob, wants him in. Bobcat, what are we going to do? I got a movie coming up with John Carpenter. Pop a trunk. Get a tie hooker in the trunk of the guy. He calls him up. Just real ominous. He's just like, you remember that thing we did in 1991? It's time for you to pay me back. You got to be in my movie. Yeah, so he owes him big time. Yeah, so Peter Jason, the guy with two first names. Yep, he's a firsty firsty. Yep. Uh, he went hiking with his dog, and this is a very sad story. This story actually broke my fucking so, heart. Uh, let's, I'm going to make it short. Uh, apparently, something ripped Bella in half. His dog. He's pretty sure that it was uh, some rednecks or a wolf or maybe even a bear, but Jim keeps leading him, being like, hey, you think it might have been a Bigfoot? I think it might have been a Bigfoot. And he's like, mm, I don't know. I think well, it might have been a coyote. I, I, I didn't see it. It might have been. Uh, it's like, yeah, but it... Uh, 
it stank like swamp ape when that happened, right? Yeah. Did, like, did you smell piss? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was probably uh, it was probably a bear or a more reasonable, uh, realistic animal. So, <laughs> but God. Jim just does not want to believe that uh, that Bigfoot did not murder this dog. Also, uh, Peter Jason at this point in his life kind of looks like meatloaf. Which is, of course, not a terrible thing. No, it's not. Greg, I taste blood. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's not good. I don't think I could do another Bobcat. You think this is how Bobcat feels all the oh, time? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a little sidebar. Uh, I was like like 16 years old. Bobcat came to Erie, Pennsylvania, my hometown. I have uh, a very similar story about Tom Jones. I think I see where you're going with this. No, 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 no. Uh, my my mom uh, and uh, her, a couple of her girlfriends and her, her sisters, they went to see Bobcat uh, do stand-up. And I guess uh, he was doing his regular bit, but everyone in the crowd was drunk. And they were like, just do the Police Academy voice. And Bobcat got really pissed off and actually walked off stage. It's like, you know, there's so much more to me than the voice. I can't be voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys understand my art very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. I, I seriously taste blood. That's not okay. Oh, fuck. No, it's good. You're, really, you're getting into the headspace of Bobcat Goldplay. You're really understanding All right. uh, the message, the essence sure. of the Bobcat. So just when you think that things are really going to pick up, we find our two heroes at a uh, a local bar, which uh, is apparently a Tom Green-looking guy. And it is open mic night. Yeah, so this Tom Green-looking motherfucker is playing the ukulele, doing another fucking Bigfoot folk song. Yeah, I believe he's doing a Tom Yamarone cover. Oh God, where's Tommy Tommy Emrone when you need him? Yeah, right. Did he like did he just go home? I, I find it hard to believe that Tommy Emrone is not present at every musical event in this town. I think it was one of those like he was asking for too much money. I think he just got drunk in the back of his car, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody could wake him up. Did you see the socks on that guy? He's a pedophile. Oh, he's absolutely a pedophile. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with socks. <laughs> Yes, there weren't a whole lot of children in this town while they were interviewing people. No, it's like you know it's what like, that means. It's literally like Elm Street. Yeah, it means they all got scooped up by Tom Yammerone. Jesus all, fucking Christ, girl, <laughs> locked in his shed. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot is really more of a metaphor for this town. <laughs> it's more the, the the menace that is the Yammerone. <laughs> oh God! Like, don't don't sleep out in that tent after after dark. The Yammerone will come get you. <laughs> Oh, the old Yammerone. <laughs> He's out there. You hear this the strum of a of a discordant guitar. And then uh <laughs> It's like you hear that? That's the Yammerone harmonica. Roger and Bob rode out that day. Like, oh my god, he's right outside the tent. <laughs> an ancient beast (laughs) so the next morning they decide to depart the bigfoot motel uh they say their goodbyes to the giant redwood bigfoot statue outside and then tom green from open night night cuts them off yep they have another one of those moments we talked about before where you're just trying to jerk off a statue for your friend's instagram page and he comes up and he goes bigfoot is not a joke and he is dead goddamn serious yeah this is harbinger number one yeah also not a part of the script 
Totally. Also, just some dude just walked up and said, yeah, I don't believe that this was, uh, this was not even a, an actor. This was, he's not SAG. They had to get a release for him after he came up and, and chided them for Greg, fucking Nobody was fucking SAG in this movie. <laughs> Except for Peter Jason. I don't know. I think Yamarone might have been. <laughs> Yamarone got a SAG card for this movie? Absolutely. <laughs> so we meet our first harbinger, yep. Um, who basically tells him, stop fucking around with that statue. Uh, and this sort of, um, I kind of thought the movie was going to go in a different direction at this point. I thought this was sort of foreshadowing for how the townsfolk were kind of sick of their shit. And maybe they were going to start oh, screwing with them. Okay. All right. I like that a lot, man. Um, see, I didn't think that, but I like that. I, I thought they were almost going to like wrong turn them. Okay. You know what I mean? But yeah, it turns yeah, yeah, out they, yeah. they didn't go for that. Like they're trying to protect that area, like the creek. And yeah, like... I think this is, a, this is Bobcat throwing us a little of the old red herring. Ooh, nice, man. Yeah. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, it turns out that that does not uh, that does not come back any time later in the film. Well, unfortunately. <laughs> so they uh, are two heroes. They are driving down the road to go uh, eventually park, go on this hike that Bam Margera from the Bigfoot bookstore told them to go. And what happens every time they're in the car? Oh God, we have to deal with this shit again. Yeah, Kelly. And... Kelly takes a moment to be a, a jerk bitch who thinks she's too good for Bigfoot. <laughs> And we meet our second Harbinger. Yeah, Harbinger number two, who actually, and it's not mentioned in the movie, but if you go back to earlier at the Bigfoot Cafe and Ammo Shop, where we mentioned the missing persons poster, the woman in the picture is wearing a necklace, a neck, God damn it, Bobcat's voice fucked me up, man. I'm like raspy as shit right now. <laughs> she uh, was wearing a necklace. A necklace. A necklace. Uh, sh- the the necklace that she was wearing is the same type of charm that's around Harbinger number two's neck. It Harbinger, looks a little bit like an elongated mushroom. That's curved. So interesting. It's Greg. Bigfoot's dick. It's oh, it's Bigfoot's dick. Okay, so this is like a Bigfoot dick cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like a kind of like that horse thing in Universal. Um. Now, this you know, guy... I tried to start a cult for the life of me. Nobody wanted to join. This guy... I'm with you, man. Uh, this guy is very fucking aggressive. Oh, yeah. And he delivers my favorite line of the movie. How about you go have a nice slice of pie at the fuck-off cafe? <laughs> he tells them to turn around and forget about Big Feet forever. Yes. <laughs> he goes... Yeah, what you said... Uh, he says, go buy some t-shirts and a slice of pie at the fuck-off cafe. I love Turn that. that fucking camera off. Yep. Oh, and throws a rock at him. This dude rules. This guy's great. He might he might be one of the best harbingers of any uh, any horror movie because he's harbingers are usually like, well, well there they go. Yeah, he's not trying They're to save them. Die. He's not warning them. He's just telling them get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, he's, this harbinger is very very aggressive. He's angry, very angry. He's tired of their shit, and he just met them. Yeah. Uh. So eventually, uh, Jim is just like. Well, I'm not, I didn't come all the way out here to let this guy tell me. Yeah, he's trying to act hard, but he's he's doing that thing where, like, he forgot that his window's open, so he's he's kind of speaking quietly. Uh, like, we didn't come out here to get turned around by that asshole, but he's he's sort of self-conscious about it. Like, oh, I hope he didn't hear me. He might punch me through the fucking glass. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy would, because he's hard like that. Oh, this guy, was, this guy will kill you. So they drive to the trailhead uh, and leave the car. Their plan now is to hike the rest of the way into the wilderness to the campsite where um, Patterson and Gimlin shot their footage. Uh, but then Kelly, what's her name again? 
Kelly. Kelly. Kelly's being a what, uh, Greg? Kelly jerk bitch. Okay, uh, who's too good for Bigfoot? Yeah, she thinks. Uh, she tells him to turn the camera off. Yep. Tur- turn the camera off. What? Turn the camera off. And then I love the next scene is, she's like, I gotta take a shit. So we decided to set up camp here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because yep. you know you know they had a talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Kelly, uh, as they're hiking... Um, she just can't help but make those stupid jokes that an annoying person always makes when you get in an environment like this where she's like, I sure hope there's a Starbucks on the way. LOL. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like just those, those corny ass fucking, hey, I'm out in the woods. I hope oh. there's a modern convenience within the God. next three miles. Is this fucking boomer humor? Oh, my God. People always do it. It's the worst. Kelly, yeah. you're the worst. Yeah. Oh, gee, I sure hope my plug is out here to get me an eight ball. Right. They're like, oh, we got to turn around. I forgot my cell phone charger. <laughs> God, you need to die. <laughs> well, let's get to it. Uh, you need to get violently beaten by Bigfoot. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> boy, oh boy. so stay tuned. They hike for a while. Uh, Kelly continues to whine and complain, but Jim remains optimistic. Uh, when they eventually set up camp, uh, Jim decides, I'm going to dive naked into a very shallow looking river. <laughs> So this is actually, uh, this is great too because uh, Bobcat actually found where the footage was filmed. This this scene this is, is the where, actual campsite. This is the actual this is the actual uh, crick. This is the actual location where the the footage was filmed. Yes, Patterson and Gimlin's Gimlin's uh, penis were in the very same water that Jim's penis is now in. <laughs> so I think that kind of makes them Eskimo brothers in some obscure way. Some way. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as he's skinny dipping. Uh, Kelly is just, uh, you know, she's incredulous the whole time. Oh, oh, I can't believe you don't live in the water. She doesn't get in for some reason. I don't know what her problem is. But meanwhile, their Too camp cold. gets ransacked. Also, we saw his sack. Oh, yeah, plenty of sack. Yeah, we totally see his sack. Yep. Which, you know, it's always a treat. Hey, man. Um, Their camp gets destroyed. Uh, I love this. Why is my sock in that tree? Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. One of my favorite lines in the movie. And he just kind of casually grabs it. He's like, oh, I guess I'll take this back. Yeah, I must have accidentally thrown it up here. Yeah. So that night, we hear some scary noises in the woods. Oh no, no! Before that, uh, Kelly is taking a shit, and a uh, camera starts up, and uh, she comes running out. There's something big behind her. Turns out it's a raccoon. Oh yeah, it's, and it's the same raccoon that comes back that night. Did I miss something here? I think we're talking about the same thing. Okay. Uh, so the raccoon, uh, a, a funny story behind this raccoon, Greg. There always is, I've found. It turns, yes, very. <laughs> there, uh, it's, it's an hilarious animal. All right. So it turns out that in the state of California, to get a raccoon in your movie, uh, like a train raccoon, it's $4,000. It's her- <laughs> What? $4,000. Hold on a second. Say that one more time. $4,000. <laughs> $4,000 for no, a no, raccoon? No, you did it wrong. $4,000. Oh, fuck. All you need to wrangle a raccoon is a dumpster full of garbage in a net. Just get a bag of marshmallows in and you'll have raccoons in no time. Right. Uh, so Put one in your mouth. They'll come right up to you. So Bobcat's daughter was like, hey, I know, uh, I know this place where they rescue raccoons. 
I could get you. Dad, you need a raccoon? I'll get you a fucking raccoon. So got a raccoon for free. And I guess this raccoon was like so docile and friendly <laughs> that just a rabid mangy. <laughs> no, 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 no. The this raccoon one's super friendly, Dad. Uh, it had like a handler and everything, but the handler was like, "Hey guys, whatever you do, just don't pet it. It's kind of skittish." Yeah. And uh, I guess when the handler wasn't looking, Bobcat was like, "Hey, raccoon." <laughs> And was just like rubbing its belly and shit. (laughs) (laughs) The foam in his mouth means he's friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting bit all in the hands and arms by a rabbit raccoon. You know what? Maybe that's why Bobcat is like he is. Oh, fuck, man. He's had rabies since 1985. (laughs) (laughs) He got it from Steve Gutenberg. (laughs) (laughs) Famous raccoon wrangler, Steve Gutenberg. It kind of just comes with the territory. You know, if you're going to fuck with raccoons, you're going to get rabid at some point. Holy shit. My face hurts. You know, I think I read that on Wikipedia. I think that's all that is correct. Yep. Uh, we speak nothing but fact here. I yeah. That's scary. So they got this They got this raccoon for free because you couldn't drop four grand on a raccoon for this fucking two-second scene. Yeah, they got it for free because it carries a disease. That's yep. usually how that works. Yep, yep, yep. Now, we get to the finally, after all that bullshit yes we finally get to the meat and potatoes of the movie yes jim now, saw this a raccoon is... which made him horny so he <laughs> decides that this is the perfect moment to propose uh and we're gonna i'm gonna get past this real quick because this, this whole part is annoying it's awkward he decides to propose to kelly i can't imagine why she sucks but she's a super big asshole about it like you're alone in a tent here there's possible big feet around you big foot sore big feet yeah and uh, rather You're, than just saying yes, which would be the polite thing to do. Yeah, and then, like, wait to go back home and be like, hey, about me saying yes. Yeah, instead, she uh, she's an asshole and she hesitates. And it's like, what the fuck? This is going to be an awkward night. And you know why? Because she's too good for Bigfoot. She thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jerk. Oh, she's going to learn. <laughs> so it takes her another couple of minutes to convince him that she isn't being as shitty as she is. Uh, they bang. He tries to keep the camera on, but she puts uh, she puts an end to that. I don't think they banged. You don't think? I think they kissed a little and then snuggled. I mean, there there was probably a Bigfoot somewhere around them. I could see how that would make you a little tense. Well, also, like, I imagine the Bigfoot will <laughs> sniff that out. Yeah, it's like um, it's like if you bring a tampon into the woods, the bears are just going to pile up on you. Maybe that's what happened to us, Greg. I have something to admit to you. Yep on my period when we went camping. I fucking knew it. Yeah, I was trying to hide it. Yep. I didn't want to admit it. It's, you know, it's, it's embarrassing. It's, a, it's okay, Greg. Something it's I'm not okay. totally it's comfortable okay. with admitting to my friends. So you uh, you left your bloody tampons all around our campsite is what you're saying. That's I why. I did, actually. I was surprised you didn't notice. That's why we got <laughs> bears. Yeah. <laughs> that was my quote figures. That's why that's, we got dumb dumb bears at our campsite. <laughs> <laughs> Doom bears. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to call that. Invisible bears at our campsite. Uh, if you guys want to know what we're talking about, uh, listen back to episode 35. Might have been our best episode. It was on bears. This will all make sense to you. Um, so George Clooney. <laughs> so basically, this is the point where we have a very, 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 very long interior tent scene. I love this when scene. When people talk about long takes... This isn't exactly what I usually expect. This is 17 minutes. And it is just a single shot. Yep. Facing one direction on our two leads. 
becoming increasingly more and more afraid of the noises around them. All right, I'm going to say it again. I watch this movie with my friend who doesn't watch horror. There's a lot of atmosphere. Uh, and she was legit like Peter Pan's clenching. Cl- yeah. Oh, yeah. She she I, she peed a few times mm-hmm. and said that she's never fucking camping again. And she's an avid camper. Uh, this scene is actually to me. The, the last the last fucking 20 this is a 17 minute scene and then we have five minutes after this yeah i truly think that this is some of the most terrifying cinema i've ever seen um until i watched it for the third time and i could hear bobcats it's a, it's a little comedic uh, uh basically the noises that they're hearing from the distance sound an awful lot like bobcat gold the weight caught in a bear trap <laughs> So imagine, like, hey, I don't know anything more about it. Ooh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we should add a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, like, turn your headphones down. <laughs> don't listen to this at work. Yeah, listen to this at, at like, 50% Ooh! your usual volume. Uh, Jim basically says uh, he's he's trying to be a tough ass at first. He's like, that ain't no human. When it totally obviously is. Like, all of these noises that are coming from around them sound like a person making Bigfoot noises. So it turned out that Bobcat had headphones on. And uh, they. Th- so the actors... <laughs> no, no, this is legit. The actors were actually in the tent outside. Like, they were legit all fucking camping. Also, can I make just a quick criticism of uh, Jim's acting at this point? Yes, sir. His entire impression of being, uh, you know, in this situation like reacting to to all this noise is to be completely dead silent and to just stare he doesn't do anything for 18 minutes greg honestly dude that's what i would be doing no dude there's one move that is appropriate in this situation and that's load a gun which he didn't have if you hear fucking if you hear bobcat dicking around outside (laughs) your campsite you match dicks with dicks you rip your pants off you jump outside that tent you present yourself and you say bring it on bobcat He's only, he's more scared of you than you are of him. <laughs> That's right. So Bobcat had headphones on and he was listening to, so the whole, the actors in the tent, they didn't know the scene was going to be this long, but they like kept going and Bobcat kept going. Bobcat was like, wow, ah, this is good. He is known uh, to keep going. Yeah. Uh, clearly, if you've seen the Police Academy movies. Long uh, after he's worn out his welcome. Yep. Uh, so like. Uh, Bobcat had headphones on and he's out there like fucking around. He's banging sticks together. Like, cause it's like, it's like, uh, 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 the warriors come out to play. Yay. Um, warriors I'm calling the bear trap. I need your help <laughs> real bad. This might be our worst fucking episode ever. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, when we were uh when we were planning this out because we do a ton of fucking prep on the show. A lot of prep. We literally said to each other, this entire episode is gonna be Bobcat impressions <laughs> and it's gonna be horrific. So um It turns out. I guess I just have to say we knew this was gonna happen and we still did it. Yeah. So yeah. sorry. You know what? We forgot the apology corner this time. Oh, there, there it is. There it is. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry about uh, Matt. Play the piano. Real quick one. Piano going on. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, yep. Sorry about the bobcats. Hey, we're sorry about all the bobcats. It will happen again. Probably. But only this episode. Yeah. 
Maybe. I never. It, it's honestly, I think this is better than a Rob Zombie impression. Fuck! I mentioned Rob Zombie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So I just have to say at this point, these two characters are getting really fucking scared sitting in this tent. Again, I cannot stress enough. This is fucking terrifying. You say that, but, I mean, if you've ever been in a tent at night in the woods... And shit like this happens? Yeah, man. 99% of the spooky noises you hear outside are fucking birds, man. It's owls, it's pheasants, it's goddamn peafowl. They all sound spooky in the night. I was once camping, and I had two owls fucking in the tree directly above me. Okay, Greg, that's fine. it sounded like they were tearing each other apart. That's fine, but have you ever had a bobcat fuck around outside your tent? Yeah, once. Okay. I made that up. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I had to deal with fake bears. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I was once told there was an invisible bear at my campsite. (laughs) Oh, do that to me when I bought mushrooms. It was weird. It was so weird. Uh, so anyway, something hits the tent. Yep. Kelly can't shut the fuck up, so she just screams, which I can only assume aggravates both a bobcat and a Bigfoot. <laughs> her scream and is... I'm, I'm sitting there just going, dude, what her... are you waiting for? Either go outside and battle Bigfoot or go the fuck back <laughs> to sleep. Her scream is great, though. Because otherwise you're not solving shit. Get outside with your dick out, Jim. I, I'm just saying, Jim, we already saw Jim's dick. It's not that impressive. Yeah, I mean, that's the only way you gain the respect and you of know, Bigfoot, though. you know Bobcat Goldway's got a dick the size of Joe Pesci. He's <laughs> <laughs> got Joe Pesci's head on it. <laughs> hey, what, about, what, what do you mean I'm funny? <laughs> funny how? I'm like Jerry Seinfeld funny? What do you mean I'm Bobcat's dick? Bobcat's dick how? Fuck. God damn it. So, anyway... Uh, they, some, they make it through the night because nothing really happens. No, it's just, that's it. It's that's... just a bunch of noise, a bunch of shit hitting the tent. This is where it turns into the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, exactly like the Blair Witch Project. They wake <laughs> up the next morning. They find Bigfoot's pubes outside. Uh, Jim collects some for science, throws them in a little plastic bag, wants to take them home. That's weird. And that's they... weird that he had a glove. Yeah, because he knew. He knew at some point you're going to have to... he's going to get some specimens. That he's going to have to deal with pubic lice, and he's going to want to <laughs> keep it up his hands. <laughs> from, from Kelly's bush. So they decide to go home. Uh, but they get lost literally just like in the Blair Witch where they get turned around and she's like, yeah, that's the same tree that I saw three hours ago. But it's like, yeah, Kelly, th- all the trees look the fucking same. I don't, yeah. I don't know which one she was pointing at, but it's like, yeah, you see a very similar tree to the one you saw three hours ago. That'll happen in the woods. Yep. And there's no Starbucks out here. Get the fuck back in the car. Yeah, there's no batteries for your vibrator. Seriously, I'd be so upset. You're in a tent and Bigfoot's outside and you start screaming. You killed us both, Kelly. You killed us both. You killed us both. Long story short, they get menaced by a Sasquatch for a full day and night after this. Both get killed. The end. (laughs) Boom. Willow Creek, everyone. (laughs) Willow Creek. But we got the naked lady. There was that, too. Feel free to fill in the details on, uh, on my quick recap. All right. So there was this naked lady. And she apparently was made of cinnamon. It was a little confusing, I have to say. What is what was the nude woman's role? She was the missing woman from earlier, from the poster. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, I guess like the idea behind it is is that the townspeople are all in on it. They know about the big feats. There's multiple of them, and some of them decide just to go to the woods and fuck off from life and have sex with Bigfoot. So she was a um, a Sasquatch concubine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was getting railed left and right by That's them. the impression I got, but I didn't want to make too many assumptions. Just like the Mighty Mighty Boston's. She was covered in cinnamon and uh, cinnamon and uh, 
fuck, something else to make her look dirty. Uh, Bigfoot jizz. Yeah, but she was totally nude, and uh, oh boy, was she thick. No, she was beautiful. Gorgeous. Hot. Sultry. I, bu- I think that was played by Bobcat Goldthwait's wife, so I don't want to say anything bad about I'm her. I'm pretty sure that was Roseanne Barr. Yeah. Arnold. Or, or uh, her stunt double. Her less attractive stunt double. Oh, Uma Thurman. Yep. Oh, that's not true. No. <laughs> Uma's great. Uma Puma. Uma. Uh, I guess the ending, the ending of this was supposed to take place in a... Uh, in a cave. In a cave. A cavern of sorts. Yeah, uh, but I guess... Uh, they didn't have the budget for caverns. I don't think it was a budget. I just think they it just didn't work. Like lighting wise and shit, and they just kind of well, oh, a, a big part of the terror of the the ending of this is the movement. Yeah, without saying too much. There also, are some, there's some jerky camera movements meant to illustrate, uh, you know, the corpses being kind of thrown around and just savagely, savagely raped by these big feet. So what I think it was, I think the guy, I think Jim got. Uh, brutally beat to death by a Bigfoot. And possibly torn in half. Uh, yes, just like Bella. And uh, I think Kelly is going to live the rest of her days as a fleshlight. A wheelchair uh, rider? Nature's fleshlight. Yeah. Yeah, a very unfortunate for her. Well, it said that Roseanne got replaced so quickly. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> else. <laughs> Roseanne and her Ambien, you know. Uh, well, Greg, I'm not even going to touch uh, that one. No, no, uh, <laughs> almost no, did. Almost uh, fell into your trap. Also, uh, uh, one little quick tidbit on this. Bobcat was on record saying that Harry and the Hendersons, which is a fantastic movie. It might be one of our best movies. Is, uh, he called it the pussification of Bigfoot. And I don't think that's fair. It's kind of what it is, though. Yeah. If you stand Harry and the Hendersons up next to the ending of this uh, Bobcat movie, again, see, you can see how one is a little tamer than the other. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but Greg, go ahead, man. Take it away. How'd you feel about this movie? You're talking scaries, aren't you? I just want to know everything, that and the scaries. Well, I have to say, the um, the movie dragged a little bit. I mean, it's short, but it feels like it's not. Uh, these characters do get a little irritating. I like Jim. Uh, Jim, Jim was entertaining. He played his part well, but, uh, Kelly just got on my nerves, man. I don't know if I, I don't know if I expressed that adequately uh, throughout this what, episode. What were you calling her again? Oh, she's a big old jerk bitch. Who's? Thinks she's too good for Bigfoot. Mm. Which she is not. Okay. Um, the, the, the little cam, the real life cameos by actual... Uh, residents of the town were cool. I did that like awesome. that. awesome, yeah. Uh, he, he, he captures the atmosphere. Um, you, you feel like you're getting a, a quick tour through town and then they, you know, they fuck right off into the woods, uh, and then they get the full, uh, being raped by Sasquatch experience. Oh, and I will say, I, I know you already said it, but those last couple of minutes are fucking terrifying. Oh yeah. The shift in tone. Cause really a lot of it's comedic up till that point. Like there is a, there's a growing tension, but there is like a Bobcat esque undertone of like ironic comedy to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely. And it just shifts tone so quickly in those last couple minutes, and it shocked me. Like I have to say, I did not expect it to get so savage so quickly. Like it was brutal, and it was brutal without showing gore. Right, right. It was brutal without showing gore, uh, which makes it effective. And also, like I actually appreciate that we didn't see Bigfoot. 
Yeah. No, because it's it's. It, it, I feel like it would cheapen it. It would. Like there's it no. Been, there's no good way to show Bigfoot where no. it, where it would have been scary. It would no. look stupid no matter My, what. Uh, uh, somebody I know uh, locally it was in the uh, Legend of Six Fingers who uh, Tim O'Hearn and he's a, he's a good dude. He uh, oh Tim Bigfoot O'Hearn. Yeah, he uh, he he actually starred with my uh, my buddy Julian in a in a local movie together, and um, oh, yeah, Julian Bigfoot O'Hearn. Yeah, Julian Bearcock O'Hearn. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, uh, he's he's a good dude and all, but it's like there's something about like when you finally show like the creature, and it's like I I, it I pre- better be fucking good. Yeah, and that's so fucking hard to do. But I have to say, um, just the way um, the way they managed to like just. Get an emotion. Oh my me. god! Yeah, and I, I know how you felt about Kelly and all, but good god, dude, the way Kelly's—I actually felt bad for her. I did too. Uh, the way Kelly, because Kelly didn't want to fucking be there. She didn't give a shit about any of this. She just she, wanted to. Like, I, I don't know how how much you want to go into spoilers here. Can I describe it, or is it with what? Like the the end. I mean, sure, man. The the guttural screaming from her. Jesus Christ! Like it it. It got me. It was effective. Dude, it got me. Uh, like, it, it was shocking and terrifying. There's a part where uh, a rock gets thrown at the tent and uh, when they're sitting in the tent. And as soon as it hits, Kelly's reaction is just... It, it got me, man. Now, see, that part I didn't care for. I'm talking... Oh, about I, I, ju- I jumped, man. That, that fucked me up. There's something about being in a tent and having something like that outside of there is just so unnerving, dude. Oh, that's why you don't camp in tents. Yeah, that's why you camp on a hammock like a man. That's right. It's yeah. the only way to do it. You, or, sleep, you or, sleep with a gun. Or you sleep on the ground. Sleep in the mud. Well, that too. With the snakes. Uh, I mean, for your for your birthday coming up, though, we're going to clamp it, right? I mean, we could. Or do you just want to hammock it? Depends where we go. I'd like to hammock it, but instead of this time, instead of two hammocks, I think we should just have one. You want to just buy a nice chest of drawers? Do it the Asian way? Dude, David Arquette will come. Call Dave. We'll get him in there. We'll get a tripler. Yep. Uh, no, definitely. Uh, get get <laughs> a good fun. get a good tripler. So anyway, uh, to wrap up my my quick uh, review here, uh, five out of five for me. And really, it's all about that ending. So if you're watching this and you're feeling a little skeptical, it's starting to lose you. Take our advice. We would never lie to you. Stick it out through the end because that that is a real fucking punch to the nuts. It is truly terrifying. Uh, I get, I'm going to give this movie uh, four out of five. That's that's good too. Uh, four out of five because uh, a lot of it fucking dragged. I uh, I it, it felt longer than I know it's a short movie, but some of it did feel longer than it was. I could have used a little bit more humor. Um, and uh, I I I'm fine with no gore. I'm fine with no uh seeing Bigfoot or anything like that, but. I just feel like it could have had a little bit more. I think knowing that it's a Bobcat movie sort of sways your opinion a little bit going in. I'm already going to like it. Yeah, I feel like you expect certain things. Yeah. You, you know, no matter what, even though this is a horror movie, it's directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. So you know there's going to be an undertone of Bobcat to it. Oh, yeah, man. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it's It's a hard thing to describe if you don't know who Bobcat Goldthwait is. But if you know him, which you should, oh, you if you're um, if you're thirty five and up, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, if you're not, 
you're not listening to our show. <laughs> chances, pretty, pretty yeah, honestly, that. yeah. Chances are, if you're under the age of 35, you're not listening to our show. Yeah, you guys are into that whole West Coast slashers thing, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've got they, what you're looking they'll, for they'll give you those shirts for the youngsters uh, well uh well man i'm really curious what we're gonna do next greg what do you think probably some can more we, found footage can we give a uh a vague uh hint uh what's to come th- there's gonna be uh uh some shaky cam finders keepers probably uh uh harder deeper slow hard and deeper Slow, hard, and deeper. Wait, what were we going with? Uh, harder, finders, deeper. keepers, harder, deeper. Okay, I like that. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, one more thing about this movie. I uh, there's one thing that I that kind of bugs me with found footage films. It doesn't bug me, but it, it kind of like Not too makes late. It, you already said it bugs you. It, it, it makes it. I like when a found footage film is realistic in the sense that it's all on one camera. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when there's like multiple cameras in a found footage film because it's like who the fuck is editing this well that's how who you the use fuck it, is putting uh, this together that's how you get different characters perspectives i think is a that's like the only way to do it yeah i don't like it when you uh when you incorporate when you incorporate more characters than just like a couple uh i feel like found footage films kind of fall off a yeah, bit. it makes it less uh, believable yeah multiple cameras multiple cell phones and i think so much of the genre relies on the believability of the premise uh, yeah, absolutely. Which uh, uh, the VHS movies are great at finding uh, creative ways of like having people film things. The first two, yeah, that third one not so much. I am, uh, I, and one of the reasons why I uh, I picked this Finders Keepers uh, Harder Deeper is because uh, VHS ninety four is going to be coming out this month. Hell yeah! I can't wait. Fuck yeah. Uh, now, the last time we watched a VHS movie together was VHS 3. Viral. Uh, viral, yeah. We, it was uh, Halloween 2017. Uh, yeah, it was. It was, uh, was it 2017 or 2016? I don't fucking know. Uh, I remember we, it was, uh, it was, it was me, uh, my, my ex-wife, uh, uh, a couple other people and Brit, mm-hmm. and, uh, we all got together and we watched it and I have never been so, like, disappointed yeah we were sad by the time that ended oh because i we went through so much trouble like hooking up like your uh your laptop and everything to the tv and oh i've never been i mean considering that that movie had a wizard in it yeah i had high hopes yeah an actual fucking wizard very rarely do i walk out of a movie with a, a wizard in it disappointed and also like it had a dick monster yeah and i should love that uh, but anyways, guys, yeah, uh, we are gonna we're gonna hit you with some more found footage coming up. I got something really fun planned for next week. Uh, it's but be I, a big one. Oh, speaking of, does that give it away too much? Uh, nope. Okay. Speaking of, Greg, leave us with words of wisdom, my friend. Love each other, and uh, uh, above all else, care for one another. And let's just say fuck it and keep, keep it, it spooky. spooky. <laughs> Damn, that's scary.